Hey guys, Hope Vista here, and welcome back to a new episode of Hurricane Hope. I am Hope, and today I have a guest that I have been, A, trying to get on for a while, but B, I've wanted to have on since I started doing these artist chats, and it is my old bandmate, Mikey G, Mike Giambrone. Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? This is, <laughs> this is really cool. I know. I, <laughs> I'm really funny. excited. It's been a long time. I'm, I'm happy that you're excited because a lot of people don't know that you and I have been friends for like six years already since like 2014. Yeah, I know. It's been wild. Like, yeah, it's like, like, what was that? Like a year or two? Like after you started dating Ocon or whatever? It was actually, it was before. Do you, it was at that was Christmas before? party in the city that Maddie Weiss played. Do you remember Oh that? my God, yes. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that was wild. Party. And I, I ended up taking a taxi back from the hotel to Bayonne, like from New York to New Jersey. And I think it was, it was, it was you and Eric, I think, or, or Max and Eric, I can't remember that called me the cab. And it ended up being like $130 for like a 15 minute ride because I was going over the bridges and stuff. Oh, wow. So that was the first That's time awesome. we met. <laughs> a long time I think that was when my car got towed too. <laughs> oh, shit. oh my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. Like, yeah, like, you know, the, the sign, like, turned, what was it? It was, like, no street parking at, like, a certain time. And yeah. I was like, oh, we'll be back before then. And all the yeah. streets were cleared. And I'm like, I definitely left my car yeah. here. <laughs> I think it's because they, they do street cleaning. And I had to – I think I got mm -hmm. out of there at, like, 3 a.m. And that's why mm -hmm. it was so expensive. And you guys were still all there. So, holy yeah. shit. Oh, my God. That was in December of 2014. I will never God, forget. God, that was – how can you not? <sighs> I know. And it's fun. Like I said, people don't really know that we've been – you know, friends for as long as we have, or how we became friends, or how we know each other, and that is obviously through Ocon, who mm -hmm. you grew up with, which a lot of people don't literally. Know as well. yeah. You've known him since what? You were since he moved here from Turkey. I've known him since like the third grade. That's crazy. Like, so it's it's been like wild. That's insane. It's weird how it all connects. And when he was playing bass for us, like at the beginning of this year, it was just like such a wild circle of life. I was like, holy shit, this is so strange. But it was awesome. And I and I'm I'm glad that we were able to to become friends. But I really wanted to have you on because I feel like in Vista uh, you know, uh, people didn't really get a chance to get to know you, obviously because of COVID, but then, you know, like the hiatus and everything. So mm -hmm. I wanted to just, you know, let people have the chance to get to know you because you're, you're an awesome human being and one of my favorite human beings. So I have a lot of questions that I want to ask you. All right. All right. So first, so uh, people may not know that you were in a band, I guess, kind of like multiple bands before this, but it was the same lineup, but just different mm -hmm. versions of the band. So the last, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like the last version of it was called The Classic Kids. And that is the last project that you were in before Vista. So just give like some background on, on The Classic Kids, how it got to be The Classic Kids, whatever you want to share. Well, back when I met Eric, Matt, and Max, we started a group called Dangerous Me. And a lot of people have probably heard of them, you know, heard of us. And you know, it was great. Um, I tried out for them, you know, and was just like, you know, we, we kind of just like started playing together and it was just like a great sync all together. And like, we just, you know, like it just, the vibe just felt amazing. Um, we were playing a little bit of like, you know, pop and then we tried a little bit of EDM. And after we were tried like, you know, the electronic, you know, dance music kind of stage, we were just like, you know, we miss playing our instruments. So we're just like, let's just start from the beginning. Like, let's just plant the seed again and let it grow. 
Like, what can we do? You know, so I got, um, I, w- I was upgrading my drum kit at the time. So I got myself a nice Mapex Mars crossover kit to kind of get like that nice uh, deep tone and toms that I really like for the kind of music that we played. And um, yeah, and, and, and Max was playing uh, guitar. Uh, Eric was playing uh, bass and singing at the same time. And, yeah. you know, he did a fantastic job. Like, oh, you know, yeah. he, you know, as a lead singer, he did, you know, awesome at that, you know, playing rhythm of doing vocals. And uh, Maddie was on rhythm guitar and it, it was, it was amazing. We just had like a, a great vibe all together, you know, really, really liked it, uh, really loved it. Uh, worked with Shep, you know, for a little bit and uh, made, uh, created a song, uh, Better Days with Shep and Aaron. And uh, yeah, it was just like a great experience, like all together. And going through that experience also led up with meeting everyone here with Vista and, you know, it's just like wild how, you know, things just, I guess, come together or just like things like happen, you know? We just kind of like go with the flow and stuff. It's just other things happen. Yeah. And you're like a super go with the flow kind of person. Like anything <laughs> that's happening, you'll just go for it. And I noticed that like uh, w- really when you when you came into Vista. But I remember the first time I found out about like you guys, it was Dangerous Me. And it was Eye of the Hurricane. Is that what it was with Joanna from Six Stories Told? And yeah. I was like, yo, this is it was that was like the more EDM like version yeah, of the band, right? That was one of the EDM version. I thought that was so fun. <laughs> I thought it was just so fucking fun. But I loved classic. It was. Music. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Was, Don't get me wrong. You know, yeah, like it I said. Like it was super cool. Right. Then, it was, was it was amazing. What was that? Okay, so you did the EP with the classic kids. I'm trying to remember what that like oh Buster's in my room. I'm trying to remember what that like <laughs> there was a song on that EP. I like I love the EP, but there was one song that I like. I was fucking obsessed with. It was like, you're never alone standing by my side. What is the name of that song? Oh, oh. Um, it was like wow, boomy, I'm very boomy. It was. It was very Tommy. And, uh, yeah, very Tommy. What is the name of that song? Oh, you don't wow, even know. Now I'm going, going <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was in the band. Like, this is slightly embarrassing. Oh, my God. What is the name <laughs> of that song? Oh, you're never alone because I cannot remember. It's going to kill me. It's gonna. I'm going to have to look it up and it's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my God! What is the name? But I love that album. And then um, that album was was amazing. I, was, that was a, the biggest jam. Yeah, and ever. I have to look it up now because I'm curious. Um, now I got it. Oh God! I got to try and find me piece somewhere. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I have one somewhere floating around my room. Well, the, oh, the you're looking for the record. <laughs> was it something that started with the word? Uh, better? No, that was better days. Now, okay. Hold no, on. that was better days. Oh, I'm gonna die if I can't figure it out. Because the EP is not available anymore online, right? No, I believe we, we took it down, unfortunately. God, I'm going through the Instagram account trying to find the freaking, just any inclination of where this song is. Right. The EP was Forever Strong, right? That was the yes. name of the record? Okay. Okay, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. It's going to kill me until I, until I figure it out. But anyway, so how many versions of the class, uh, how many like different, um, different, I'll say brandings. How many different brandings did you guys do? You had Dangerous Me, you had Classic Kids, and then what else? Um, that was really it. We, we had two? Dangerous Me. Yeah, just those two. Dangerous Me and the Classic Kids. And, you know, I mean, we changed genres with, with Dangerous Me. We went from kind of like, you know, kind of like a, a popish band to yeah. – um, 
to more like an EDM, like, yeah, like let's, let's party, you know, kind of feel. And then we're like, yeah, no, we, we miss, miss, we really miss playing our instruments. It was almost like heartbreaking when we were just like, okay, turned. Well, not like, okay, turned. It wasn't like heartbreaking. It was just more of us like an, an awesome, but like interesting transition. It's no matter the distance. It, it's no, no matter, matter the, the distance. distance. Yes, that's the song. Yes. <laughs> I had to look it up because it was gonna, it was gonna literally destroy me until <laughs> I, until I found a link of it. All right, I'm gonna be jamming. Love this song. Look at you in this picture. You look so different. You look Thank so like. Right. Oh my god, my Alexa just went off and just started playing it. You look so different. Your hair is so short, and you have no facial hair. Now you're rocking like a very different, like more mature look. <laughs> That is I mean, my hair is like super long now. It's ridiculous. I know your hair got so fr- when I first saw you when I came back to New York. Your hair was like insanely long, and I was like, "Holy shit, you look like a completely different human being." But okay, so now I want to get <laughs> now I want to get into the hard questions because I I have a lot of questions about your time in Vista, and you can be brutally honest with me. You know that. You can tell me literally however you feel about anything. I already know how you feel about a lot of these questions, but some of them I don't. So I think the best way to segue into it is how different um, was, was Vista from Classic Kids and how was the, how was the transition for you between, between the two? I guess the best way to put the transition is more of just, um, I guess we, we weren't more as rock as Vista. You know, we were just, we were kind of like, I guess more of like a lighter type of rock, you know? I want to say, you know, yeah, like like indie, you know? So it really wasn't like a a different transition, but it was definitely a little troubling for me in in the beginning of like learning the songs. I don't want to say troubling, but but I used to play songs like Vista when I first like learned drums. Like someone always told me like, you know, if you want to learn drums, like learn how to play pop punk and rock and that's what I learned and that's what my drum teacher uh, taught me in the beginning he taught me like the basics and the fundamentals and you know how to hold my sticks and how to bounce the stick the whole technical technique you know technique spongebob I love fucking spongebob um I feel you (laughs) and (laughs) and, uh no yeah he he showed me all the technique and I just like ran with it you know he kind of just handed me the stick and I was like That's an accurate representation of you at practice. <laughs> Basically. But it was, it seemed like it was like pretty seamless for you. Like, even though the genres were different and I know that you had started learning the songs before you were even in the band, you started learning the songs like the summer before, like before we went on the, um, the tour from hell, the electric souls tour, you were like at home learning all of um uh, it wasn't long live. You were learning like witch hunt, born for blood, like those kinds of songs. You were mm-hmm. learning them way in advance. And when we came back and we started doing the ruins, you were like ready to go. And then we threw like ten new songs at you. <laughs> but you you started yep. learning all of those like way beforehand. Yeah, because I was just like, I'm not, if I'm going to be joining this band, I'm going to get a step ahead and learn the music and literally get it stuck in my head, and it worked. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And we had been talking about it too for a year prior to yeah. when we announced that you were in the band. We had been talking about it here at my house on New Year's Eve for, mm-hmm. was it, it was going into 2019, right? Yeah, going into 2019, you were at yeah. my house and we were talking about it. And then 
you know, things kind of just went for a pause. I don't even remember why. Oh my God, is that your cat? Yes. I didn't know you had a cat. That cat cannot I, move in with us. You know that, right? <laughs> no, I know. Um, unfortunately, yeah, my, my 24-year-old cat just passed away. So oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. How old is this cat? She's about 14, but still acts like she's five. Oh my God. Cats live like forever. I didn't know cats live, live that long. Holy oh, shit. Wrong. I love cats. No, you do. So I'm so, me and Ocon are both so allergic to cats. I wish I wasn't because I feel like I would be maybe more in tune with cats. I'm also Mm -hmm. allergic to dogs too, but I'm, I'm like so allergic to cats. It's crazy. Whenever we would go on tour, we'd have to make sure that if we were staying at someone's house, they didn't have a cat because I would wake up and I would be completely swollen and like unable Mm -hmm. to function. (laughs) But so we were talking about, um, I was talking with you about, you know, potentially joining Vista for like a year. And I think we were mm-hmm. honestly like both drunk when we first started talking about it, like here on New Year's Eve. So it seemed like- I mean, How can you not be drunk on New Year's Eve? I know. It, was a, it seemed like a, 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 not an out there idea, but it didn't seem like, we were, we were just kind of like, you know, talking about it casually, but then it kept like getting brought up. Like batting it around, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And I just kept thinking to myself, I was like, you know, this, he is the perfect fit, like style-wise, drive-wise, like it just, just sonically. I felt like you were like the absolute, absolute perfect fit and it was an easy for me personally at least it was an easy transition because I knew you already but I was able to attest to your character and that was something that was like super super important to me but I want to know why did why did you want to join Vista like when I brought it up to you what was the thing that like made you made you want to join you can be totally honest because I'm I'm so (laughs) I'm so curious and and no honestly like I don't know. Like, like when the idea came up, I was just like, (laughs) yeah, let's do it. I think you were like, like, really, I think you had said to me, like, you were looking for, you you just wanted to like indulge yourself creatively again or something like that because you had been out of classic hits for a while. Yeah. I missed it for, for so, so long. Like I missed, missed playing with like other people. Like don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I jam around, you know, here, there with, with, you know, every, you know, a few people here and there, but, you know, sorry, my cat's hair is literally going up my nostrils. <laughs> I thought your cat was like about to fall off of you. <laughs> no, she's just like, I'm going to play a balancing act in your lap. Um, my mouth. Um, but no, um, when, when like the idea was brought up, like a part of me, like drunk me, I will be honest, drunk me was just like, yeah fuck it and then i was just like that's exactly what it was like (laughs) yeah let's do it you know like an opportunity is knocking you might as well open up the door and welcome it in you know that's that's the way i look at it you know i know absolutely and i it's it's funny because that's literally exactly how that conversation went it was like yeah like let's do it fuck it (laughs) just so not even thinking through everything but then i remember like you and i had like some pretty intense conversations about like the touring and the you know the writing process and like the branding and how much time we put into vista and i think that after we got back from that tour it just felt like for me personally like i kept i kept vouching for you because i was like you know it's it's a missing piece that I think is like standing right in front of us. And I, I want to grab it because I know, I know him and I know he's, he's, you know, he's, he wants to do it and he, he's like motivated to do it. And it was really, you know, with live drummers, like we had a lot of live drummers and, and don't get me wrong. Like all of them were 
absolutely incredible. Like, you know, Peter, Peter was literally incredible, but him being in Mm. Philly was really hard because it was hard to get him here for practices. And he was also doing his own stuff and he was, he wanted to, you know, he wanted to do other things too. And we were, you know, totally stoked for him. He's literally incredible. And it was really hard to find the missing piece that was here. And I was like, uh, uh, Mikey G, like that's, that's the answer for me 100%. But did you feel like you fit naturally into Vista, like branding wise and, and sound wise? Yeah, I felt like I, I felt like I transitioned in like really well. You know, I feel like I was just like, as most. Absolutely. No, 100%. Do you remember when we were outside of the, um, the Brighton bar in our, in our freaking, um, our coats, our spirit hood coats? And we were just yes. like standing in front of the wall, like in our, like with our hands in our pockets and those coats. I was like, he's perfect. Like, this is absolutely perfect. <laughs> we'll go on stage in our coats. You're literally like the way you dress is literally like the male version of what I would dress like if I was a guy. So I was like, this is perfect. His style is literally perfect. I felt like with pictures and stuff, like you just like literally like not to be like weird, but like slid right in. Like everything was like a perfect fit stylistically there was like nothing that needed to be adjusted and it's hard coming into a band I feel like that's been that was existing for so many years and like had a really specific brand but I think you fit in like super naturally just to the brand I feel like Vista's brand was just your personal brand too well yeah thank you I mean I I mean that, that means a lot coming from you um after joining Vista and you know the hiatus and stuff but yeah, I mean, it, it was, I loved it. You know, I've, I, I loved playing with you guys, to be honest, you know, like. You're lying. No, <laughs> no I'm, for real. I love playing with shows, you. The shows were fun. Like, Still miss it. The shows were definitely fun. Like, I, I'll, this is, it might sound weird, but like, turning around, like, on stage, we only got to play a few shows. Well, no, you played with us in the fall, too, for the Ruins shows, before you were in Vista. That was like, you were kind of, like, already in the band, but people didn't know. We were, like, testing the waters and stuff. But, yeah. um. But turning around and, like, seeing you at the kit, I felt like that was the most, like, natural fit. And I got excited, and I was like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the fit. It was just such a natural inclination to – and also, too, like, you know, when we would – something that people might not know about you is, like, before you were even in the band, you were coming out with us, like, just to see what things were like. I I think it was in Connecticut – and you just started grabbing shit and bringing it inside from the van. Nobody asked you. Nobody said, hey, can you help us out? Nobody expected, like, you to do anything. And you just started grabbing shit. And I was like, I was like, what the hell? Like, this is the person. This is what I'm trying to tell everybody. This is the person. Because it just felt like you, you fit in, like, naturally, 100%. Really? I'm glad you feel the same way, too, because I always wondered if you felt like you did or not. No, I definitely did. I mean, of course. Like, if you guys are testing me out, like, I'm not going to be, like – yeah, you know, hey guys. I'm just gonna sit and go chill. Get all stuff, you know, I'm just gonna sit and chill. You know, you guys can take my drums out. You know, I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here. That was so can, funny. can I get a martini or something? You know. <laughs> I, I thought I would have thought that was honestly funny, but like it was just even better that you just started picking shit up because you know I could not pick a thing up. Like my arms are noodles. I couldn't do anything. But um, when uh, this is this is an interesting question, and this is one of the first questions that I thought of when I when I wanted to like when I was thinking of you as a guest for the podcast I I said uh, when you started playing shows with Vista did you feel pressure to be like the backbone I mean or the backbone there's, there's, the there's, there's always a little bit of pressure behind it you know yeah there's always like that little bit of pressure you know 100 percent you know but you just have to like 
I guess, take that pressure and turn it into energy because it's just like, I'm going to play and I'm going to rock. And why am I going to worry about my worries when I'm just here to fucking enjoy myself? Yeah. And I think we had that conversation in, um, in Brooklyn at the Kingsland. Mm-hmm. I think it was your first, it was your first show with us, right? The Kingsland show, the, the pop yeah. show in New York yeah. where, where you were like really nervous and you were setting up and you were like pacing around. You were like so nervous. <laughs> I was like, yo, you're going to be, you're going to be fucking great. Like just go on stage and do exactly what you've been doing and you are going to be good. And, and that show like Ocon came, Louie came, like everyone came to support you and you fucking killed it. And being a lot of people don't realize like being the drummer, you are the backbone of the live show. You have to keep tempo if you're using tracks, you have to, you're responsible for making sure they're set up and working. And we used to have a lot of issues with getting the tracks set up. Never forget when we played in Poughkeepsie and it took literally forever to set the tracks up because the sound guy didn't know what he was doing. But, um, but like you handled it really, really well for being, you know, like the new, you know, new member or whatever, but you, I thought you were a great backbone. Do you feel well, like you, you. carried? do you feel like you carried the show as well? Like, do you feel comfortable <laughs> with that? Oh yeah. 100%. I love that. Yeah, that's such, that's such a like confidence change for you. I love that so much. I mean, I, I loved it. Like, how can you, how can you not, you know? And, and it's just weird. I like how people are just drawn to music and just like, you just love it. Like you just can't explain it besides oh, yeah. saying that you just love it. You know, it's energy. Absolutely. It is. Feed off energy. So which, okay. So you did the ruins shows with us, most of them. And then we did mm-hmm. the three repair shows. You didn't get to play as many shows as I would have hoped, um, but because obviously we had the Cancel Midwest tour with COVID, but what was your, I know the answer to this already, but what was your least favorite out of those, I think, 10 shows that you played? I think it was like close to 10. I know the, I know the answer. I know, I, I know what the answer has to be. It has to be. I mean, I, I will say it's, it's a good solid tie between one, the Poughkeepsie show, and two, that little bar that we did. Where was that? Yonkers. Yonkers. <laughs> that was the worst whatever. thing I've ever done, bro. I was. I'm oh like, 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 it, like. We had like a, like a card, like a like a little cardboard cutout stage oh almost, and oh my god, it was like kind of like like. Have you ever seen like those like break dancing like cardboard oh, pieces? Yes, I know. Yes, that was literally you what know? it was. That was what, That's I was, what it was, and I'm like. How, how, do, how do I do this? I'm all tramped up here. Yeah, and then we all were also on the stage with you. Like me, Ocon, Greg, and you. We were all on the stage. I was and remember the guy said, Oh, I brought my own lights set up and he put one disco ball on the floor and then like walked away. That was how I knew it was not <laughs> that was hysterical. Be a, I was like, it's not gonna be a good night. I know it. And then Danny, like my mic kept going out and I throw it to her. She's trying to like fix everything. Oh my god. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah, that was that- one of the worst shows I've ever played in my life. I was so upset. <laughs> I yeah, just, I drove home. We went home in the van. I was like, "All right, I gotta like, we're never playing here ever again." <laughs> a, but B, like Jesus Christ, like I can't even believe that happened. Okay, so that was the worst. What was the best? The best one was definitely the Kingsland show. Oh God, that show was popping. That show was like that show was, was like so fun. Mm, like, like, like that was like. Like, as weird as it sounds, or as stupid as it sounds, it's almost just, like, like the rocket, like, igniting. Just being like, that's not stupid. Like, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, like, a good way to put it. That show was just, like, so adrenaline. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know if you felt this way, but as soon as I came off stage, 
and went to just get a drink, my whole body was like shaking. I was like, holy shit, like adrenaline, please calm down. That show was like hopping. I love that show. I I had had to go outside afterwards. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I have to do that too. Just to like get some air and like come back down to earth. 100%. I wish every show was like that. That would have just made it so much more or not so much more, so much less stressful. Like just to know that every show could be like that. Oh, that show was insane. I'm trying to think. You also did, uh, did you play the Providence one? No, right? It's that music hall for Halloween, like that Halloween thing we did. You did the Poughkeepsie. I don't know if I did. I did Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie you did the Yonkers, the, the Jersey one where I almost died. The <laughs> We can't even go there. <laughs> the uh, the Kingsland one. I can't even remember all of them now. I'd have to find the flyer. But yeah, I, I love that show too. All right, so favorite show. That's your favorite show. What was your favorite like moment? No, it can't, can't be a show. Like, f- just favorite moment being in Vista. I don't say the van trips. Van like, trips? Like, really? I mean, like, oh. yeah, we were cramped, but it was still fun. It we still fun. made it fun. I know. And your mom made us chicken cutlets that one time. That was so nice. Yo, bomb as homemade chicken cutlets. That was so nice. Oh, you played the Connecticut show. That's where she made the chicken cutlets. We were going up to Connecticut. You did that one, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so nice. I can't believe your favorite moments, Van. That's like, I've never heard. I like, I would not think that that would be your favorite thing. I thought that you were going to say Kerrang. I mean, yes, Kerrang, definitely. Super, but also, but like the Van moments were just like, they were fun. Like it, it was always just like, I always look at things as like an adventure. And I always take oh, it. Yeah. Like the scenery was great. Yep. You know, traveling. I always love traveling, you know, know. throwing on the road I, and I can go forever. I wish you'd gotten to go out to like Kansas and like Oklahoma and, and all those places with us. Cause the scenery is awesome. Like people think Kansas is nothing. It's so pretty. And Texas. Oh, I, oh, I wish, I wish we had gotten to do the Midwest because that would have been so much fun. But I, I, I really thought you were going to say Kerrang. I was like, I know exactly what he's going to say. I don't know what my yeah. favorite moment is probably, um, the Lancaster show we did was set it off. I wish you were there. Oh my God. That show was wild. Holy oh, I shit. I can imagine. I don't know if I've ever showed you the pictures, but that show was like literally wild. Um, okay. I have a, I have a real deep question for you. You can totally tell me the truth. Tell me whatever you want. I'm just, I'm not going to get upset no matter what. Go for it. Do you feel cheated only being in Vista for a few months? No. You're no, lying. No, that's definitely not a lie. Because, Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. COVID <laughs> definitely sucks. And the quarantine definitely sucks. And trust me, I definitely grew a quarantine beard. It was absolutely Oh, disgusting. I know you did. I, I, I was with you at the, at the salon when you were getting cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, and like I, I was... I was working, I was literally like in like a bear for, for some reason I was like a summer bear. It was really odd. You know? So I was just like, screw it. (laughs) But no, I don't feel cheated. Like, yeah, like the times are tough now, like, and it sucks that the pandemic hit at such like a sweet moment, but you know what? I can't really say, like, I can't say that I was cheated because it was still an awesome moment and I'm always going to cherish it. And we're you know? still friends, which is good. <laughs> exactly. And we're still friends. I know. Do you remember when I called you when I was at home in New Jersey? And I was like, hey, I just like need to know, are we still friends? <laughs> yeah. I was and like, I'm do you like, hate yeah, me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't we? I know. And I, that made me feel, that just made everything, like all the stress I was feeling so much better because I was like, you know, if there's one thing that is, is just like 
you know, there were multiple things that were so important to me, but I was like, I cannot lose my friendship with Mikey because this is just a kid who put in everything, you know, in the time that he was in Vista. And it's just like so important to me to make sure. And I said to Ocon too, I was like, I swear to God, if this kid says he doesn't want to be my friend anymore, I'm going to be like fucking devastated. I'm going to be so broken. But do you feel like our friendship like changed positively or negatively with the, with the band? With the band? I think it changed positively. Yeah, me too. You know? Like, it was fun. It was awesome. Man, you got to see some crazy sides of me. Holy shit. You got to see some weird shit. <laughs> Same for you. Same for you. Oh, I can't. So the thing, like, that's so crazy about being in a band with somebody, especially if you've known them before that, it's like you see a totally different side of that person. It could be really good. It could be really bad moments. It It really switches it up. But, like... Holy hell, the, it, it, you joined, I, I, you know, I've always felt like, not that you joined the band like at the wrong time, but mm-hmm. I always said, I wish you joined like, I think I told I wish you joined like when we put out like witch hunt and stuff. I wish that had been a conversation then because then you would have gotten to experience like the, the full US, like not full US, but like close to full US tours and like, you know, those, those bigger experiences. But like, I... I've always just, I, I just wish that that would have, like, I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. Like, I just wish that y- you had been involved, like, way earlier on. Because a lot of people yeah. don't know, you actually did not, you were not involved in the writing or recording process of The Ruins or The Repair. Because right. both were recorded and written before you joined the band. So we didn't even get a chance to write together, which no, we didn't. mind-boggling to me. We were just about to, you know, we were just about to start having those conversations, which is crazy. It is crazy. But you were at the session for Dirty Laundry, right? I think that was the one you were there for. Yes, I was. <laughs> I, I did. Yes, I did. And, oh, I mean, I was there. And I think I was trying to sing gangs. And I'm like, I cannot. Sing. Oh yeah, you yeah. Cannot, I cannot reach the pitch. For that, Couldn't uh, reach the pitch for that. Right for that. Uh, yep. Yeah, it was like the higher note. I was like, yeah, I can't reach that. <laughs> I remember Okan telling you, "Can you do this note?" And you were like, "No, I cannot do this." <laughs> yeah, I think that was. I think because you were working, that was the only session that you were at. Do you wish you had a chance to write? I mean, yes, for sure. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, and. Oh, a house tour. Um, yes. I know, right? <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. Hope. Good. <laughs> One second. As long as you don't fall down the steps, then I am. I am totally cool. I thought I was just like going crazy on stage. I don't understand why. But yeah, so so he was at the session for Dirty Laundry, and then so the the repair was actually written and recorded in. It was like. <sighs> it was like two months, I think, before you joined. I have no concept of time anymore. So I think it was like two months before you, maybe less, honestly. We did that record really quick before you joined. But I was really looking forward to like writing with you. And we talked about that too, like just writing for fun and just kind of like, you know, doing doing whatever. But um, but yeah, I didn't even realize, where, where are you now? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like going through like my whole house right now because my oh, dog is just going no, you're fine. crazy downstairs. I don't understand why, dude. You just need to shush. Oh, hello. Oh, well, don't get me wrong. It, 
Is it He's a, a cute dog. But he. he. His name is Peanut. Oh, of course. And his name is Peanut. <laughs> of course. And bro. he has a Yorkie poo. Oh, I love him. Oh, he just wants your attention and your love. That's all. He barks at everything that moves. I mean, oh, a leaf. Yes. A leaf falls oh. outside. Buster does too. And he goes nuts. Yep. It's love and they want attention. Oh, is he better now? Yay. Yeah, he's quiet. Now he has you. Is that what was your favorite song out of all the Vista songs? Or... Um what's the name of it? Wow, I'm like drawing a blank on all the songs. This is horrible. I was listen. <laughs> or which one did you feel like uh, you like connected with the most out of the ones that we played live? Which one was it? We there did. was one that there was one that I loved. Don't get me wrong, Witch Hunt was was amazing. What Everyone was, always says Witch Hunt, and I'm like, that's the one that I'm I mean, like most detached from because just it's not like it's not like a very personal. It's very like general, but I like mm -hmm. I like Witch Hunt. It's it's definitely like it was fun to perform. It was hard to sing though, but it was it was fun to perform. We did so the last set list we had. We did Eats, we did Witch Hunt, we did Born for Blood, we did Sin City. We and did. Born for Blood was, was like one of my favorites. Of I love. Like I love. That, like, that that made me like just like I don't know. I'm just like. It was like gnarly. <sighs> yeah, it was like really popping at a point. I don't need help, which was hard to do live, but that was one of my. my God. I that was another song I loved. I mean, I love. I loved playing a lot of the songs. And then we also played After Death, which mm -hmm. I loved but hated doing live because it was hard. And then we did Dirty Laundry, and then what else did we do? Uh, Oh, uh, crutches. That was the that was the newest one that we did, and then we also did uh, henchmen. Henchmen. That was the other one that we did too. Mm -hmm. By the time that yep. we did like our last show, yeah, I think I connected most with eat, but that's or or, or like I don't need help, but but you got into all of them. You were chilling for every single one of them. Oh yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I lo I like I love playing all of them. Some I liked, but most I loved. Some I liked, which, okay, which did you not like? <laughs> uh, tell me, because there's it? ones that I hate, so you can literally tell me. <laughs> I mean, Henchman was fun. Henchman was uh, old, I, I, fun. It was defining. Yeah. Why we kept it. Yeah, no, for sure. That was like one of like my least favorites. It grew uh, to be a least one? favorite over time because we were putting out new stuff. So I had yeah. like new favorites, you know, like henchmen used to be my favorite. And then once we kept writing, I was like, oh, now this is my favorite. Right. But henchmen was cool. I liked henchmen. Um, Bro, you forget the entire discography. <laughs> yeah. My mind is so shot. Like hey, you're fine. <laughs> you're totally it's fine. so loud. I, I also though like this hasn't really been a thought in a while like I haven't listened to this it, it really hasn't really hasn't, like flown through my head in a very long time oh yeah me too honestly I think that's a good thing though you know we're we're both kind of um keeping ourselves like like putting ourselves first during all of this and I know that was right. something we talked about a few months ago too like now's the time to really make sure like we're taking care of ourselves and staying healthy and staying good and happy and just like mentally clear so that's why right. it hasn't been a thought, you know, like it's just been really thinking forward. For, for and that's sure. something you always told me was like, you know, it, it's, it's just, you got to think for yourself during this time and like think, think healthy, I guess, you know, yeah, think healthy, think safe. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. That just was something. Don't forget you told the mask. <laughs> yeah. Yes. For real though. Okay. So what did you always want? running back to the car? 
what did you want listeners or what would you want listeners to know about you the most that you did like that they did not find out while Vista was still together? That they did not find out. Yeah. Cause we didn't really do any well, interviews with you. That's, that's a very good point. Okay. Well, I will admit, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the storyline, ever heard of the game kingdom hearts. That is one of my ultimate like little nerdy things that I love. I absolutely love, love the storyline behind it. And it's an amazing game to play. And now with Kingdom Hearts 3 out, still an amazing game. Oh yeah. That's it. That you and O'Connor on the same page. When that game came out, I didn't talk to him for like a week because he was just playing <laughs> nonstop. And I was like, shit, am I going to hear from you? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh my God. That's too funny. Yeah. That, that was me too. I kind of like hibernated from the world for like a week. Yeah, he literally, and I don't even think he, I don't even think he beat the game yet still. I think he was, he was just playing it and playing it and playing it and, and eventually like had to go back to work at a certain point. So (laughs) (laughs) what else, what else do you want people or or did you want people to know about you when you were in Vista that you didn't get to showcase? Um, oh, um, some people do know this, but when I was growing up, I had a really, I guess you can call like idol. I, I, I idolized Travis Barker when I was really starting to play drums for some reason. Other people like look back at like, you know, like Buddy Rich or um, Joshua Dunn, you know, from Issues. Um, and I'm like, I don't know, Travis Barker always just like, I always felt like I vibed with him, you know, just like the way he played you know, the way that Blink-182 was, you know, I don't know. It was just weird. I always liked the, the style that he had, you know, and I've always found it interesting that he played with sticks that were like, like long and heavy. And I'm like, think, like, and I, I got a pair of his sticks and I'm playing and I'm like, how does this guy, how does this guy just like go nuts with clubs? Like, I, I mean, I play five A's and five B's sometimes, you know, depending on what I'm playing, you know, but this is like, it's like just like the trunk of a tree (laughs) i didn't know how much you love travis barker i remember we asked you about influences or like uh was it yeah we asked you about influences and i remember you saying that but i didn't know you were like so in tune with him Mm -hmm. he's a solid Mm -hmm. he's such a good drummer he's like without a doubt probably the best drummer of like the last like 20 years no for real besides phil collins (laughs) Who I fucking love. <laughs> I mean, how can you not love Phil Collins? I literally, I feel so bad for him. His hands are so messed up from like playing drums for so many years. It makes me so sad. Mm. What is one thing you wish that we had gotten to do with you? I guess play more shows and travel. No. It was actually. That, that, was, that was the only thing. Like, I know. I was I, really like that, looking I loved forward it. to the Midwest, actually. I, I normally, like, don't get excited about tours because I anticipate, like, a ton – I anticipated a ton of stress. But I was excited to bring you on tour for the first time. I think that's why I was so stoked. I was like, yo, this is going to be his first, like, tour. I'm so fucking ready. Like, because you would go out with This Is All Now, but you were selling merch and you were mm-hmm. hanging with them. But you never really got the chance to, like, go on, a like, a full-blown – tour like with your own craft and I really wanted to Midwest is hard like they're really hard markets but I was just like excited for you I was so stoked it's like yes this is his first tour there's probably gonna be like two people at every show but like it's gonna be such a learning experience you know for sure for sure I would have like literally on the highway my head would have been out the window like a dog 
I, Without I, a doubt. I, I, I <laughs> get you not. The last time I went through from Texas to Florida, you have to go across Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia. You have to go across all of them. And I was looking mm-hmm. for a fucking gator. I wanted to see one so badly. Like in, we were going through the bayou the, for like for hours, like all day going through the bayou. I had my head literally out the window, like half my torso, like here up out the window, looking in the bayou for like gators, just like swimming around. So I feel you. I was out the window for like three hours trying to find a gator, never found one. So that's what I wish I'd had happen the most, finding a gator in his natural habitat. So I feel you on the head out the window. <laughs> I just, very kind of stuff there. <laughs> I just found it so, so stupid, but I'm telling you, ask, ask Danny, literally all I ever want to see was a goddamn gator in its natural habitat. It's probably a good thing I didn't because I probably would have gotten like killed or something, but, <laughs> but that's all I wanted. See as a gator. I know. But so closing thoughts. How do you feel about your entire experience in the music industry so far and what do you what do you want to do do you want to still be in the music industry are you shifting has covid shifted your thoughts where are you at the way i the way i uh, where i'm at right now is like yeah like i'm still playing my drums and you know Good. covid has kind of like made us kind of like be in our rooms and like i know hone our skills and like you know yeah. like in a way like almost like sharpen our tools sharpen our, our techniques and you know get better so like when the world does open up again if it does open up again like you can come out swinging yeah. ready just yeah. ready to freaking go you know like because you never know another opportunity can be knocking at any time yeah i don't know? know absolutely do you still want to do like you still want to like tour and you still want to be in a band and yeah why not yeah. you know how can you not <laughs> well i could think of like a few reasons but <laughs> i mean I don't know. money I don't probably know. yeah but you know and and you know everything adds up over a long period of time yeah no absolutely you gotta, like ration yourself on food but that's okay though that's all part of the adventure i know i know it's we've had those conversations and it's just you know i think i think now is like the time to now is like the best time in my opinion to really hone in on who you are and what you want out of life. You know, we're, yeah, we're, we're more than likely going to be roommates in like six months here, which, which is what's next for me. I'm fucking stoked. Yeah. We it's going to be wild. Oh my God. You, me and Ocon can like write. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be so cool just to be able to do that. Like, in a ha- oh, you know, like another like AGR group or something, AJR. Oh my god, that would be that would be so much fun. I honestly like don't even know what I'm doing with music anymore. I don't know. I have I have literally no fucking clue. But I'm okay with that. I grew to be okay with that, which is you know, which a couple of people have asked me about it recently. Like, oh, are you dropping new music? And I'm like, no. I'm busy <laughs> at work and I'm busy, you know, trying to be as healthy as humanly possible, just like you and Mm-hmm. You know, trying to kind of focus on yourself for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, you know? exactly. And there's nothing selfish about that. I don't think. No, you know, it, it's 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 never selfish to take time out for yourself yeah. ever. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you doing this because I think it was fun. I hope you had a good time, and Definitely. I think we chatted about things that um, questions that I oh I've always wanted to ask you. I mean, I have like to some capacity, but not like in depth. So I will be seeing you soon and stay safe at school he is he works at a school y'all so he he is at a school every day 
Oh, yeah. Risking it's, his life to protect kids. <laughs> so they can get an education and they can go to a better college and yes. they can be awesome yes. at life. Yes, exactly. So he's literally, he does security at a school. Do you hold a weapon or no? Are you allowed no. to? Do that? No. No, we're not allowed to hold anything. Because <laughs> I know some schools now are bringing in like armed security guards. Yeah, some schools are. Some are like, you know, we're going to have one at you know every building not like all of them hold it you know only one in case you know just to say that we are able to defend ourselves we're not so you know but yeah it depends on on other people's outlooks on it as well you know your job is nuts anytime i hear about your job i'm just like damn i don't know how you do it (laughs) bless i mean (laughs) it's interesting yeah it's interesting every day i know it's it's like the most unexpected job to go into i feel like Mm, for sure never know what's going to happen like last never. summer. Um, but, <laughs> but I think that's all the questions I have and I'm not going to keep you cause I could probably talk all day, but thank you for doing this. Everyone. This is, this is my, my good friend, Mikey, Mikey G and Brown, Mikey G. And Hell yeah. See you later y'all. I mean, this is great. Yes. <laughs> all right. Bye guys.